This is 13 Reflections. Reflection 9. The Unpleasantness of Christy. Ah, Sheriff Gordon, there you are. You wanted to see me? Well, Agent Lee, you said you'd let me in on everything. You want to know everything? Then I shall reveal all. But it won't be pleasant for either of us. Eight months ago, before coming here, I was in Monterey, where I was told to investigate the strange things happening there. A 17-year-old named William Fry went missing after he made a delivery to an antique store. This is where I met Christy. I could barely look her in the face the first time we met. She was heavily disfigured. She and her mum had been driving through the Sierras trying to get home after a long weekend. Christy was doing 65 in a 45 mile an hour zone through curving mountain roads. Christy, slow down. Don't worry, I'm on it. Go back to sleep, Mom. It was the middle of spring and the woods were thick with deer. It was a huge ten-point stag. The bumper crushed its legs and it crashed through the windshield. As the stag struggled to free itself, its razor-sharp antlers cut Christie's mum to shreds. No! Mom! Mom! Nine one one. What is your emergency? Ugh! I've I've been in an accident. I hit a deer. Who am I speaking to? Christy. Where are you, Christy? On on the one sixty eight. Do you know where exactly? I I don't know. Ugh! This deer is on top of me. It's too heavy. I'm stuck. Can you recall where on the one sixty eight you were driving? Where had you come from? Yeah yeah we had. Stopped at Table Rock Crossing, and I took over driving. And how long ago was that? I don't know. 20 minutes? Okay. That would put you near Aubrey. Yeah. I I think Aubrey was coming up. My mom, she needs help. She's bleeding a lot. Is she conscious? No! Is she breathing? I, I don't know. I can't get to her, and I'm stuck under this... Dear! Okay. I've got a rescue crew and paramedics on the way. Oh no! What's wrong, Christy? I smell gasoline! Okay, don't panic. The rescue team are almost there. <sighs> Stay with me, Christy. Stay with me. <sighs> Ah! Ah! 
Just as the paramedics arrived, the car caught fire. As quick as they could, they cut Christy out with the jaws of life, but she was already badly burned. What happened to the mom? Her throat was gored by the thrashing deer. She bled out before the fire. Well, that's a blessing in disguise, but it's still tragic. Indeed. Christy suffered third-degree burns on her face, arms and hands. She went to recover with her grandfather. He lived over his antique shop. Don't tell me. The same place where William Fry vanished from. Well? You told me not to tell you. I changed my mind. Tell me, please. Okay. Since you asked, yes. William vanished from the grandfather's antique furniture shop, the House of Mirrors. Quite a name. Sounds more like a carnival attraction. It was rather a nice place, filled with mirrors from all over the world. What happened to William? Unknown. But what I did ascertain was that his vanishing had something to do with the item he delivered. It was a red cabinet from China. Inside was a mirror framed by a silver dragon. Christie had been tasked with cleaning it before its restoration. The previous owner had shot himself in the head. The mirror had been splattered with brain matter and such, but that was unknown to Christie at the time. Brain matter. How gross. All Christie knew was that she had to wash the mirror before her grandfather could restore it. As she sponged the face of the mirror, her finger ran across the glass. She later came to believe that she'd touched the 13th reflection. Upon her next pass, her hand dipped below the surface of the glass, which had become soft and jelly-like. Don't tell me. She pulled out a plum. She pulled out nothing but her hand. Jelly mirror is sort of a new but not very magical concept. That's exactly what Christy thought, but upon inspection, she discovered the scars on her hand had vanished. You don't say. But I do. You seem preoccupied with what I should or should not say. Oh, it's a manner of speech. I'm making a subtle point of my disbelief. Ah, I see. Well, needless to say, Christy did not hesitate, nor did she stop to consider the consequences of her actions. She plunged herself into the dragon mirror. What was that like? That's a good question. I should have asked her. What happened after she plunged in? She woke the next morning and discovered she was scar-free. <laughs> All of her disfigurement, her melted flesh, and her permanently sad expression had vanished. Uh, for real, or was it some sort of trick? A trick. Like a magic trick? Yeah, a smoke and mirror sort of thing, you know, like makeup. If you'd seen her after the fire, you'd know there was no makeup that would hide that level of disfigurement. It seemed real enough for me, and yet unbelievable. Oh, I agree with you on that last part. I'm finding most of this story beyond my ability to comprehend, let alone believe. Even after the arm? The severed head? The heartless corpses? There's a logical explanation for all of that. I've just not seen it. And yet you pray to a god that you've never seen, read from a translated book that is centuries old. To Christie, this was a miracle. To her, this was more real than an immaculate conception. 
what I believe is holy, what I believe millions of others also believe. <laughs> this has the markings of Satan, and most would believe that this is not a miracle or magic or a blessing. Well, you may be correct with that last statement. The repaired Christie, her blessings as you call it, came at a cost. They always do. People closest to Christie began vanishing. William Fry. He was the first. Christie had an obsessive crush on him. He was young, well-built and funny. With her newfound beauty, I believe he returned her affections. But then he vanished without any clue of what happened. Were there others? Christie's grandfather was next. One moment he was in the warehouse framing a mirror. Christie heard him yell. <coughs> then gone. No trace of him anywhere. What about the mirror he was working on? It was whole. But here's something strange. When I inspected the mirror, I found the grandfather's greasy thumbprint in the upper right-hand corner. Well, how is that strange? The thumbprint was on the inside of the glass. Peculiar, that's for sure. But the more you tell me, the more questions get asked. Where are the answers? Here are a few. After three weeks and three missing persons, a rather defeated Christie sat down with me to talk. This is the video from that interview. This was recorded eight months ago. <sighs> Two mirrors. If you open the gate, you let one of them free. One of them? A soul taker. A demon spawn. A winged wraith. Explain the broken mirrors. You have to break both mirrors to close the gate. But that doesn't eliminate your obligation. Obligation? Your debt. Things have to stay in balance. Tit for tat. An eye for an eye. Quid pro quo. I'm not following. Like a dealer, you know. The first tastes are always free. But once you're hooked, they start jacking the price up. When it gets too high, you do what you have to do. Like what? Bring them others. Or? Die! I found Christy a week later. No cuts, no wounds, but her heart was missing. Just like Mina. But Lucy and Billy had their chests ripped open. Things are escalating. I didn't believe Christy then. But eight months later, you've come around. Solving a mystery such as this is a very long process. Answers, like diamonds, don't lie on the surface. They have to be mined. And that's what led you here? You've been mining for answers? Yes, but in your case I've had to let things evolve at their own pace. I still think this is a load of bullshit. Oh, ancient bullshit, sure. But it stinks just the same. Do you have a better answer? No, I don't. If you need proof, then come with me. Shall we test it together? Which way to the locker room? Last door on the right. Agent Lee, 
pulls off the mirror from over the sink. He holds it opposite the full-length mirror that covers half the wall behind the lockers. I'll hold this. You count. If you tell anyone about this, I'll break your jaw. I can assure you, this will be our secret. One, two, three... This isn't as easy as it sounds. Thirteen, right? Yes. Thirteen. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. What's supposed to happen now? Just watch. Hey. Where's your reflection? Just as the sheriff realizes Agent Lee's reflection is strangely absent, a demon's clawed hand whips out of the large mirror and plunges into the sheriff's chest. The sheriff struggles to pull her service revolver from its holster, but a second demon hand grabs at her shoulder. A third hand grabs at her face. More demon hands pull the sheriff into the large mirror. I told you this wouldn't be pleasant. A demon dog pulls itself from the mirror. Its horns still velvety, its snake eyes glance about, its needle-sharp teeth gnash as it stretches its jaws. It crawls across the bathroom floor and joins five other demon dogs at Agent Lee's feet. Come, we have work to do. This has been 13 Reflections, 